This is the truth about Render. This is arguably one of the hottest projects in all of crypto, being sparked by Apple's big announcement. We're going to let you know if this has way more room to run or not. Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of The Bean Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing the truth about Render Network. Render. If you guys haven't heard of this project yet, which you should have because we've been talking about this thing for the past two years. Yeah. So clearly, you should know a little bit about it. But we want to kind of go a little bit more into depth, you know. Who's behind it, the team, the use cases, the utility of the token, and could this does this thing have any more room to run in the future? Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, if you've been following this show, if you're in our Discord, follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, you know about Render Network. It's been one of the projects we've talked about for a while, and for good reason, and you're starting to see in the charts, this has been one of the best performing altcoins of 2023. And it has to do with, you know, one thing as you as you kind of hit uh you know made a mention towards the partnership with apple but it also runs into the metaverse narrative it also runs into the ai narrative and it's got a stack team with some insane technology and real world use cases so that's why today we decided to do a deep dive because as we have mentioned it you know briefly here and there i think there's a lot to uncover so this is going to be a really good episode make sure you watch to the end yeah so i mean this project hasn't just but it didn't just show up yesterday this the idea was actually conceived in 2009 um at first public token sales in 2017, beta testing 2018, public launch in 2020. And now it's starting to see real world adoption as it's been in the Apple integration, which was previously announced several months back, since it's skyrocketing, since came back down. And now because Apple's about to do the unveiling of their VR headset, we're starting to see render start to you know move again. But not only just from that, it's also from the AI narrative as well. Yep. <clears throat> you know, when uh, it comes down to distributed GPUs, so that's uh, graphic processing units, Elon Musk just bought 10,000 of them for um, one of his data centers for the AI project that he's building. And he's saying these things are tough to come by. He's like, they're more, they're, I think he was quoted as saying they're harder to buy than drugs. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So the, so what renders allows people to do and you have to realize like this ai thing is going to keep getting bigger there's going to be artists you know people trying to create it gives all these people a chance to create and develop and build without actually having to own the gpu uh, processing units themselves right it's a marketplace right so it's a marketplace for its decentralized cloud rendering services if you go to the website the tagline is rendering the metaverse but this also has applications far and wide around AI, all kinds of different things, which we'll get to later in the episode. Um, but this is a really, really interesting project. Maybe we can start with kind of the foundation of it, so the team. So it was founded by a guy called Jules Urbach. Um, it's actually interesting. Prior to Render, he founded a company called Lightstage, which is a company that developed technology for capturing and rendering realistic human faces. So this kind of pulls into this AI narrative, you know, this whole fake yep. human faces, all that kind of stuff. And this is one thing we've talked about at length about Render. 
the team, the board of directors. Wait, just on just on this guy. Yeah, really interesting. Uh, I made a note on this. At 18 years old, he made the web's first 3D video game platform. Wow, the web's 18. At 18, what were you doing when you were 18? So this platform, which was licensed as software, was sold to Disney, Warner Brothers, Microsoft, Hasbro, and AT and T. Wow. So you have to realize, like, at the age of 18, this guy's doing that. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's had an exit. He knows what he's doing. Exactly. Yeah. Not to cut you off. No, 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 no. Yeah. That's an important point for sure. Um, but, yeah, so back to the board of directors. I mean, when you go to the website, we always talk about go to the website, check out the team, check out the partners. The list of people involved are, like, you know, connected to this project, on the board, have a say, is, is one of the craziest we've seen. So especially because of the industry it's in, right? So it's all about, you know, rendering metaverse, art, AI, graphics, so you have Beeple, who's arguably the world's most successful graphic artist, made headlines about his $69 million NFT. Huh. Uh, you have J.J. Abrams, who was the director or producer of the last Star Wars trilogy, which they kind of sucked. But hey, he's, he's obviously a big, you know, big time guy in the movie industry. And Render has a ton of applications in the movie industry. Yeah, he's a founder of a bad ro- CEO of uh, Bad Robot Productions. Right. They do a lot of like comedy skits and... Uh, whatnot, yeah. Yeah, and then um, there's the one, you know, I think one of the ones that you keep bringing up is, is the founder of Brave Browser. Yeah. He's on the team as well, and that's a project we like. Um, and then I think you mentioned it last time. We didn't we didn't early, we didn't catch this before, but one of the board members is a council member at the World Economic Forum. Yeah, Jennifer Zeus Scott. Yeah. So, hey, the World Economic Forum, it's always nice to have a connection to them. Yeah, so it takes a lot of boxes there from the team perspective. Yeah. Like the actual team, but then, you know, the board of directors, the people advising, because it's who's shaking hands with who? Who knows what, you know? And it just goes to show you, like, they got the partnership with Apple. They are integrated with Apple. And it comes down to who you know to get these big partnerships. That's why we always talk about, you know, we love Hedera Hashgraph and blah, 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 because they have big partnerships. And it might not reveal itself right away in terms of what they're doing. But who you know in life is everyone, is everything. Mm. It's everything. So just to have these big wigs in the the background, and plus the use case with with Render, which we will get to, yeah, there's, there's a lot of good things going on here. So, Render is backed by the parent company, Otoy, O-T-O-Y. The popular product utilized is Octane Render. Right. So, basically what this does, it allows users to apply lighting, shadows, and other effects to create cinematic realism in images and videos. The software also provides users with plug-in support for several other 3D graphics and content creation tools, including cinematic 4D so that, that's where that big tie comes in. It's the Octane Render, right? Because isn't that where the Apple integration comes in? That's right. So that program is now preloaded on any Mac OS devices. So iPads, Macs, laptops, all that kind of stuff. So if you, you know, I think most movies, TV shows, all that kind of stuff are made with Macs, and they all come preloaded with Render on it. So the integration there is natural, and it's huge. Yeah, and, you know, like we said in one of our previous episodes to, to spark a bull run in crypto, uh, you need consumer-facing retail apps that are going to bring in the masses. And when billions of people or hundreds of millions of people, maybe it's not a billion, but have access to Macs and utilize iPhones, suddenly this is crypto on like in our hands and on our screen. Yeah. So it's a very natural integration. It's big access, right? Yeah. So. And then, you know, going back to the foundation of Render as well, which is their, their, their marketplace. So it's a very, it's very expensive and labor-intensive thing to, to get one of these rendering devices, the physical hardware, and store things and make things happen. Just like Elon Musk said, it's very hard to do. And it's very expensive to hold one of these machines and use it. 
So if you want access to something like this, which will enable individuals and businesses to you know, render things into the metaverse, render things in 3D, render AI, all that kind of stuff, but you don't actually own the hardware, you can, you can get access to it by using Render's decentralized cloud rendering network. And the whole thing ties in with all these narratives we love, metaverse, AI, graphics, movies, and the utility of the Render token is built into their marketplace. So they've got quite an ecosystem building. Yeah, so how, how does it all work? So creators, they post a job that needs to be rendered. Uh, you know, I, I want to design something for some metaverse or something for my website. I need really high quality graphics. I post a job like I would onto Upwork or Fiverr or something like that. The network then assesses the scope of the work and calculates, and this is where the utility of render comes in, how much render is actually required. So then there's the node operators. And these are the ones who have the, G the idle GPU proce processing power available to them. And the owners will connect the GP GPUs to the render network. And then they'll do the rendering and complete the actual jobs. Then the person who put their job up will then receive the rendered images and the video and all that stuff. The person who sent out, who actually provided the powder, the power from for the GPU processing will receive the render tokens. That's right. So they're, they're kind of like node operators on the render blockchain. The people that are providing, you know, you have all these crazy cloud rendering you know, towers in your house or something, yeah. <laughs> and you're using the render network and you're providing your services that, that are idle that you're not actually using. And we see this as a common chain across different blockchains, the node operators. And then they're getting rewarded, not only paid in render for their services, but reward in a small percentage of the transaction in render for actually being a node operator and contributing to the render network. And here's one of those um, aha moments too. Like, you know, we talk about validators, node operators and all this jazz all the time with a, a bunch of the different layer ones and you're like what the heck are these guys even doing anyways like what is a node operator at least this kind of conceptualizes and brings to light you know what a node operator actually is doing yeah you know it makes a little bit more sense it's like oh they're doing some rendering which is allowing the artist to so you can start to see like it has a little bit more utility and it just kind of brings to light what what they actually do yeah, I think it's a, it's exactly that. So it, it's hard to really understand what's going on in a lot of blockchain technology and terminologies are crazy. But, you know, everyone now is familiar with the, the film industry and, you know, slowly becoming familiar with metaverse and AI. And once you start to see these consumer-facing apps and render is powering a lot of what's being done there, you can kind of start to make the connection about what is actually happening in the background. So another good example would be for, for AI. So for AI, you know, you always hear about training the models, and training an AI model requires an in insane amount of computing power. But if you're a small startup and you want to train a model for a very specific purpose, you know, maybe not build an entire chat GPT model, but maybe train a model specifically for some sort of sporting task or something. Mm -hmm. But you don't have access to these massive uh, this com computing hardware. Well, you can use the render network to get access to the computing power needed to do this rendering, this, this training for your AI model. So it's a perfect example of an easy-to-understand use case right there. Yeah, I mean, this can be used in the medical profession. It can be used in the metaverse, gaming, mm. for artists. Like, the list goes on and on. Um, it's interesting to notice. So I went on, checked out the addresses by holdings and how much people are actually accumulating this thing. So the addresses that are holding $1 to 1000 those holdings have grown from nine, uh, this over a year's time. So June or May, whenever this episode is released, June 1st, let's call it. Yep. Um, increased from 9.9 thousand to 21,000. Wow. The people holding 1,000 to $100,000 worth 
has increased from 2.9 thousand to 7.6 thousand. And the addresses holding 100,000 plus have increased from 209 to 350. So people from all different like wealth, if you will, are, start, are accumulating render right now. I mean, you can see it in the chart. That's why we've been talking about it for so long. This is one of the best performing cryptos for a reason. The smart money has been rolling on a render for a while. And, you know, we, we have to drive this point home. Everything in crypto is always about narratives. And there's, just, there's a reason specifically that we wanted to film and post this episode right now is because Apple, the biggest and most influential tech company in the world, who just so happens to be integrated and partnered with this exact project, Render Network, is about to launch their virtual reality device. Now, this, this could be one of the biggest game changers for the metaverse, for technology, because, you know, it's one thing when Facebook does things, you know, they change their name to Meta and, and the first Metaverse bull run was born. But we're talking about Apple here. What Apple does, everyone follows. And you know their product is going to be head and shoulders above any of the other virtual reality products on the market. It's going to be more expensive for a reason. And if you already see that Apple has integrated the render technology into their laptops, into their iPads, well, who do you think they're going to go to first when they want to integrate certain metaverse aspects into their VR goggles? Yeah. It's going to be Render. Yeah. So yes, some people <coughs> might look at this episode and say, oh yeah, Render's up 500% this year. You're buying the top. You're posting this episode at the top. Well, I beg to differ. I think that smart money has been rolling in. And if you look at the chart, you can see Render is still well off all-time highs, obviously from the last bull run. Narrative is everything in crypto. And Render ticks the boxes for the AI narrative, ticks the boxes for the metaverse narrative, which we personally think is about to explode. It just got so many things going for it. Yeah, so the previous all-time high was $7.80. It's now trading at $2.60. I'm wondering if this will be one of the first projects that actually re-reaches their all-time highs. Mm. You know, everybody's like, oh, I'm just like 50x away from getting back to my all-time highs. Like, you know, it's like XRP tokens that are sold off or the hex tokens that are sold yeah, off. yeah. Um, will this be one of the first actually, you know, spikes back up? Because right now it only has a fully diluted market gap of 1.4 billion. Mm. It's really not that much. I mean, look at what NVIDIA just said uh, in terms of the, that, that stock has been ripping lately. And it comes down to the GPUs um, and the fact that they believe that, you know, pretty much every device is going to have to be re-altered re yep. to be able to work with AI. So you have an, uh, an equipment provider now or uh, a network that is going to allow anybody to start utilizing it, uh, especially when these GPU processing units are so difficult to come by. It's funny. I remember, you know, as we said, we've talked about render a lot on this show. I remember when we used to talk about it and I was, I was like, oh, you know, it's, it's now, it's the one, it's the 130th ranked crypto. Uh, it's the 110th ranked crypto. It's the 80th ranked crypto. Well, what we've seen for, for the great part of the last year is most other cryptos falling and render rising. So now it's in the top 50. It's like the number 43rd or 44th ranked crypto at time of recording. So it's pretty impressive, the climb up the standing. You know, you always look at that top 100 list. It's sure. the same names. Every couple of weeks, every couple of months, Render just moves up and up and up. And there's a reason, right? It's gained, it's gained a ton of ground. Yeah. So look, I'm not saying, not financial advisor. We just kind of spew our ideas. We, you know, speculate. I'm not saying to buy right now. But I mean, I can visually, I can see the use case for it you know, moving forward here in the next two, three, four years plus, like... Well, yeah, I mean, so let's just think about what's going to happen in these narratives because we still are at the start of the metaverse. 
you know, decades and decades. We're still at the start of the AI boom. So if you're a small company and you need to get some AI services done, as we said, you don't have access to the, the hardware, you're going to start to use a, a network like Render. If you're a company that wants to start building something into the metaverse, there's no way you can buy the hardware needed to render your, your retail store into the metaverse. You know, we always talk about the otherverse and how there's going to be these new retail fronts, new websites, new stores. Well, to actually get that physically done in, you know, in the metaverse, it's going to cost a lot of money in computing power. Maybe you don't want to do it at all. Maybe you want someone to do it for you. That's why you use the render network. Right. And if you, you know, sometimes we talk about projects that it's great and the project is awesome, but the token does nothing. Render's token is integral into the actual, the utility of the, the, the marketplace, the ecosystem. It, it thrives around the render token. So there's incentive for people to buy the token, use the token, hold the token, everything. Yeah. Creators, providers. It's a beautiful ecosystem perched right into the one, two of the hottest narratives in crypto. And with, as, as we said at the start of the episode, the partners. Think of all the other things that they could get into. The filming industry. You know, there's the World Economic Forum uh, connection. There's the Brave Browser connection. I feel like a Render has still has a ton of aces up their sleeves. Yeah, and look, right now, you know, you can buy it on Binance, Coinbase, KuCoin, Kraken, and Uniswap. BitGet? BitGet? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, that's I think that one's up and coming, by the way. We might have to do a standalone. For sure. Um, but what I want to say is the fact that, you know, this Render token you got to be a bit of a crypto head to figure out, you know, how do I get to Binance? How, you know, we see a lot of the comments. People can't figure out how to buy anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, do I, how do I attach my MetaMask to Uniswap? You know, the ease of which these millions of people are now going to be able to start accessing the render token. I'm wondering if that does anything to the price. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think there's definitely a case to be made for render. Narrative is everything in crypto. They're sitting in a very good spot. But hey, look, if you guys have been watching this episode, if there's any red flags about render that we missed, anything that we should know, you know, you can clearly see by the episode that we are bullish on, on render. You can clearly see by all the other times we've mentioned it over the past year and a half that we've been bullish on render. But if there's anything we missed, if you're maybe not bullish on render, let us know in the comments. And if you want us to cover another project, one of your favorite projects in one of these truth abouts, do a deep dive. Let us know in the comments and whichever one gets the most comments, we'll add it to the list. Hey, make sure you tune to the next episode. That one's going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the Beanpod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the Beanpod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Thank you.